Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I am one of your hosts, Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. That she is. And we're here with a brand new episode for you guys. It's a little different this week. Um, we're, we're, we're not uh, going to... <laughs> We're not gonna depress you guys again this week, <laughs> but I Dear think we God, were. No. Yeah, we were all kind of feeling it last week though, because like, man, that Chadwick Boseman news just really hit hard. But this week we decided to do something a little different. This week we reached out to the. Uh, we reached out to the adventurers and asked you all uh, what uh, movie you think deserves a sequel that is yet to receive one. This is a great question. Who came up with this? Was oh. it you or me? Um, I think I came up with this one. I'm going to take credit for it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we asked folks, and there were a ton of answers. So I'm not going to be name-dropping everybody, but we're going to bring up these movies, and we're going to discuss them. Um, of course, if there are any movies that you think we missed, feel free to reach out to us on our social media, uh, at Lex and Matt across the board, and we'll be sure to let folks know what you think deserves a sequel on the next episode but for now let's go with what we got so mm -hmm. we also have a couple of movies ourselves i know that you had one on the list what what was one that you thought deserved a sequel so this is like this is a great idea and i have a feeling i wrote down a couple in here but i have a feeling that i'm just going to keep thinking of them mm -hmm. that's that's one huge element i think to this because you're like, oh, that would be interesting to revisit that world or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the first one that I thought of almost immediately, which it was not a great movie. It was a weird movie. Hmm. But I thought it was an interesting concept um, and world. And I kind of wanted to see more of that world. And that was Jupiter Ascending. Interesting. Yeah. So that's a movie that didn't get a lot of love when it was released, but you, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I saw. I actually saw it in theaters with um, friend Ryan. Okay. And and we both walked out of it like, okay, that was a mess. <laughs> like we we definitely saw the problems with it. But as we were talking, we were like, this was really cool. Like this part was really cool. Like yeah, okay, it had some of these moments that were cheesy and everything. I just thought it got a lot of hate when the ideas were really cool. It just wasn't fully fleshed out. I don't know if. I don't know if it like if it should have been, you know, one movie that was like, you know, a little bit less than as big as they tried to kind of be with this one. Or if it should have been a book, maybe the Wachowskis should have made a book of it. I don't know. Mm. But it was it was an interesting world. And it's kind of sad that it failed on the level that it did because they could have made more of it. And I think it would have been really interesting. Yeah, the Wachowskis play around with... Or Wachowskis, sorry. I'm yeah, they play around with some amazing ideas on screen. You know, whether it be The Matrix or Jupiter Ascending or... Sense8. Uh, Sense8, absolutely. Yeah. You know, maybe something like Sense8 can happen where Netflix gets wind of the demand and decides to make more content. That'd be interesting. I would even be in favor of them just forgetting that movie and kind of retooling that world. And just like redoing it, you know, mm -hmm. as a series or something like that. I also go, okay, I'm, like the the first Matrix film aside, they've made a few things, the sequels and everything that weren't as good. 
Yeah. So clearly they're great at coming up with concepts and stories, but maybe there can be like a third writer to come in and kind of help them hone in that that story or or work out any issues that they have with a particular thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it would produce, you know, sequels or projects that are just a little bit uh, more clear, I guess, not as convoluted. Yeah, like that that would be really helpful just to have a, a good a good story editor, a good showrunner to work with them. Yeah. And I think and, they, and I can imagine when your siblings um that you know you're going to have issues with each other at times and and you know butt heads over things and and maybe that like maybe having an impartial third party could kind of help sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of works the other way around, too. Like, uh, I was listening to an interview with J.K. Simmons recently. He was talking mm-hmm. about working with the Coen brothers uh, mm-hmm. on, on some of his first movie uh, projects. And he was saying that, yeah, sometimes the Coen brothers are on the same page so solidly that, you know, they're completing each other's sentences. They uh-huh. have a clear view of what they want. And they have somebody who agrees with them there all the time. So they never get challenged on anything. True. So the movies are very, you know, that's are, the are way they, they are want sisters, it. Are they are they twins or are they they're separate in ages? Correct? They're not twins. What the uh, the Coens or the Wachowskis? Wachowskis. Oh, uh, I think they're separate. They're. I think I think they're, they're just siblings. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not twins. Actually, they look vastly different. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That, well, you can, you don't have to look the same if you're, t- <laughs> you're twin. Just you know, paternal or whatever. I don't know. That's true. That's true. That's a whole different topic. But <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the Wachowskis initially because we one of our answers that we got on Twitter one of our uh, one of our friends actually mentioned that they wanted to see a sequel to the Matrix movie. Whatever happened to that scrappy project <laughs> that came out so many years ago? You know, it seemed like it was just the perfect jumping off point for some sequels, maybe an anime film, some video games, but nothing. It just, poof, gone. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, those are those were uh, polarizing films, to say the least. I know some people love them. Some people, a lot of people, uh, pan them, uh, critics and, and, and viewers alike. But there's something there. There's something in that universe that... that I want to see more of it. And we're going to get another chance when the fourth one is finally released, yeah. which they've begun filming again. You know, I after. have a weirdly good feeling about that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why. So Keanu, I never saw speed racer either. They did speed racer. I heard good things about that. Like, that's so funny because I, I love speed racer growing up, but knowing what I saw from the West, well, at that point, the, the final two matrix films, I, passed on that altogether. It was, it was also like, just such CGI that I oh. remember seeing the, the trailers and going, this is going to give me a headache. Mm-hmm. Especially something that's about the, that's supposed to be about speed and, and, and fast movement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looked like somebody just like ate a tub of rainbow sherbet and just threw it up on the screen. But besides I, by that... By the way, the Coen brothers aren't twins. I don't know why I thought they were twins. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's because of like the sibling thing, because I've heard that same type of thing where they they're they're so in tune with each other mm-hmm. that you know for some reason in my mind i thought they were twins <laughs> but they're not no they're just... their house. I, I look both of them up they're not <laughs> so um that's that's one film that was suggested there 
Those, Did anyone those... say Jupiter's ascending? By the way, I'm I don't think curious. anyone mentioned Jupiter ascending. I think you're uh, you you might be the solo act on that one. Okay. But okay. now that you mention it, now that you pitched it like that, I would like to see more of that. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting universe. I thought it was kind of cool. Now I haven't seen it since theaters, though. Uh, I'd I'd like to revisit that one. As we were talking about this, I was thinking about it. Yeah. So a few interesting projects of note. Uh, yep. We got a lot of good answers here. Uh, Devin, I said I wasn't going to mention anybody, but Devin brings a friend of mine. Oh, it's okay. Uh, Groundhog Day. I don't think there's anything wrong with mentioning names. Nah. Devin brings name names here. That's Groundhog right? Day. Yeah, you know, sometimes. Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day. And I told him in response to that, just watch it twice. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very weird thing. They've also do- they have done that concept in other ways. They have. I'm not a fan of that that concept of repeating, but I did love Palm Springs that came out this year. Right. It you did. mentioned that. I also loved um, Live, Die, Repeat or whatever that movie was. I, I haven't for- seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's good. It's actually good. I really did enjoy it. They take the parts that they know you're going to get sick of. And I'll just, I'll, I'll give you this little tidbit of it. They shave it down every time. So you're not watching him go cool. through all the motions every time, but yeah. y- you know, you, you do realize it along with the character. Then when they realize, okay, you got it. Then they just start shaving down like, okay, so we're going to go to this part of the day. So you can see yeah, what he does that's what this they time. Do with Palm Springs too, basically like they, yeah. they know this can be a grading concept and they kind of, you know, easier with it. And here's something weird. Um, a buddy of mine, he's a he's a friend and a, and a comedian, stand-up comedian, uh, Ian Bonds. He pointed out that there is a spiritual successor type sequel to Groundhog Day as a mm. game. It came out recently. Groundhog Day, like father, like son. So I guess the son of the character from Groundhog Day is experiencing the same problem. <laughs> and it's only on PlayStation VR. And... Yeah, it just seems like an odd premise to make a video game out of. Like, I wonder if this is like a passion project for these developers, and they were like, I, I need this, I need this license because I have to make it just this way. And they got it, and honestly, this is my first time hearing about it. That sounds like a nightmare. It does. So I don't I know if I'm going to be checking that, that out. But that is hilarious. <laughs> so one of mine, one of my movies that I... I definitely think they missed the boat with making a sequel and at this point unfortunately it's too late uh was the 89 picture harlem knights starring eddie murphy and richard pryor oh i think i saw that years ago right it's not one of eddie murphy's most popular films but the cast is amazing you have of course eddie murphy and richard pryor but Mm -hmm. You have Red Fox, Danny Aiello, uh, Della Reese, <laughs> in, in what to me is her career-defining role. Because you're used to, like, sweet Della Reese from Touched by an Angel. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. that was the show she was on. Yeah. yeah and okay. on here, she is just cursing like a sailor. Like, there are women yes. I know that curse like Della Reese from this movie because Della Reese just made it seem like a, just art. When she would do it. This is, this might be a dumb question, but yeah. was that before Touched by an Angel? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was after, or at least during. Right, because that would make it even funnier if it was either during or after, yeah. not before. <laughs> because then it's like, 
fuck you. Like, right. You're an angel. <laughs> so Harlem Nights was 89. Touched by an angel. I want to say that was earlier in the 80s. Uh, yeah, I don't here. know. Touched by an angel. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Where are you? I know it's here. It's fine. 94. Oh, wow. Okay. So she did this before Touched by an Angel. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. I thought it was so much later than that. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. No we're going to stop dwelling on Della Reese. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this was Charlie Murphy's first acting role. He had a cameo in the oh, film, wow. too. But it was this great, just, you know, action, crime, comedy, drama that was uh, written and directed by Eddie Murphy. And this was like Red Fox's last film before he died. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there was a oh. lot going on like to build this movie up, but you never hear about it. You never hear about this movie come up in conversation. But it Maybe was funny. Maybe it was just like too big. Like, is yeah. that possible where you're just like, oh my god, this movie is massive. One of those like, movies. so many people are in this. Yeah, it's just got too many people, and it's just like, it came out at the wrong time or something like that. That's got to be it. Timing is everything. Yeah, yeah. It's. I, I guess um, some of the reviews were saying that it was, it had slow pacing, and it had kind of a lack of comedy. There was more storytelling in there. But I think with today's audiences, it would work. If you're curious about seeing it again... Well, for people that haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. I think it's in the Leaving Soon section. So check it out sooner than later. But I guarantee you, there are some funny moments in this film. There's some strong language in there. And there's some (laughs) white people saying the N-word, so be ready for that. Oh, shit. But, yeah, it's it's definitely a movie of its time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was great. I, I would like to have seen what would have happened. But, of course, the majority of the actors that I mentioned have unfortunately passed away. Even Charlie right. Murphy has passed at this point. So, Yeah, then that's just an unfair. Uh, yeah. The other were at least older. Exactly. You know, and it's just, yeah, it's the, the time has passed for a sequel uh, to come out for this. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's my first one. Okay. Uh, do you want to read another one of the listeners? Ones? Yeah. So, um, here's one I know you can get on board with. We talked about this before, too. Ghostbusters answered the call. Yes. Definitely deserves a sequel. Wait, why is it answers the call? Well, that's what they renamed it to when it came out on home release. Huh? Yeah. Really? Like, if you look at every DVD, every Blu-ray that came out for the movie, to differentiate it from... The uh, the original film, and I'm sure because of the you know hullabaloo. I don't. I own that movie. It's sitting in the other room. I don't think that's on there. Check it out. It might be like a Berenstein Berenstein Bears. Do you want me to go get it right now? Yes, I want you to go get it. All right. Okay. All right. So yes, my bet is that it does say Ghostbusters answer the call on the disc. We'll find out together, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, while I got you here, check it out. We got this cool Patreon thing going on. You can hear episodes like this and many, many more. See, this is the type of episode we normally do on the Patreon exclusive page where we talk about movies and we ask questions and poll you guys and that sort of thing. And it's a lot of fun. We go back and forth. And sometimes, sometimes, D is even on there. See, Dee's probably listening right now. Hey, D. But trust me, it's worth your time. And we appreciate your support as always. Um, okay, I have she's it. She's back. Okay. Okay. What this, say you? It is Ghostbusters. It just says Ghostbusters. No kidding. On, on the case, which I bought the the Best Buy metal case. Yeah. And I opened it up. The disc. It just mm-hmm. says Ghostbusters on the disc as well. That is crazy. So you got it right away. 
Oh man. Okay. Wait. Twist. Oh, what is this? Twist. <laughs> I open it up. Mm-hmm. Digital code. The digital code paper says Ghostbusters answer the call. That's wild. That is See? the only place, though. Not on the disc. Hmm. Not hmm. on anything else. Anywhere. So they must have made that decision late in production of that DVD. Yep. That's crazy. Like, and that's I that's not the only entire thing. case, the disc, none of it. Man. Yeah. So they made the they made the super fancy edition first, and then they went back and made the regular edition. And it's the yeah. same thing, you know. We were talking about "Live Die Repeat" a little while ago. "Edge oh, of Tomorrow" yeah. was the original name, and then they named it that after the release. Yeah. Because it sounded more hardcore, I guess. I don't know. I liked "Edge of Tomorrow" better. It's the title. Yeah, it's more romantic. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that. We should have got a sequel to that. That should have been a franchise. We should have got a sequel to it. What's great about what's going on with the with the uh, the characters in that film, though, is they live on in the comics, and they also got their own uh, Lego game out of it too. They got their own Lego expansion set. Yeah. That featured like a complete story. It's not going to be the same as a straight up sequel, but at least they acknowledge them. At least they're not just shoving them like under the rug or something like that. No, that really I, I mean, that's better than nothing, but yeah. that cast was so good. They were. The fact that they're not going to, you know, go back and make a sequel really sucks. Yeah, yeah. I really, um, I was looking forward to see how they did uh, Zool. In the Ooh, yeah, yeah, because that was the that was the little Easter egg they put at the end there. So unfortunately, we'll never know. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, so I did, totally agree with that though. Did you ever see District Nine? No. Okay, okay. So that was one of those Neil Blomkamp movies. Yeah, it just didn't seem like my kind of movie. I think I tried watching it and I got bored and turned it off, which yeah. is probably like, <laughs> sacrilege to some people. But. <laughs> No, I totally feel you on there. It's it's real like dingy and it's got like a certain type of vibe to it. But yeah. a lot of people dug it. I thought yeah, it was interesting. I thought it was like a cool like you know take on the whole you know us versus them idea, like walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. I thought it was a cool take on that. But a lot of people thought that it was going to get a sequel because of the way mm-hmm. that the movie wrapped up. And there's a famous, or was it infamous now scene at the end of the film. Uh, where the character goes, I'll be back in three years. And so people were like betting on that. Like, we're going to see a sequel in three years. Three years passed. Nothing came about. And it was cool. because, uh, people, they, of course, none, none of this was confirmed, but people were assuming it was because at the time, uh, Neil Blomkamp was attached to an alien sequel that unfortunately didn't get off the ground either. Yeah. So yeah, his, his star in Hollywood has fallen a little bit. Um, but I, I mean, I like his directorial style. It's just nothing's really latched on. He had that one movie with Matt Damon as well that I thought yeah, was okay. Yeah, and then he had Chappie. Yeah, and Chappie happened. Yeah, Chappie <laughs> happened. Is it, it, there's a there's a life here. It's it's <laughs> pre Chappie and post Chappie. <laughs> like, hey, do you like da- do you like Die Antwoord? No. Well, fuck you. You're gonna like this movie anyway. <laughs> Watch this. They're in it. It's their film. <laughs> it's District <laughs> 9, Part 2, with Di Antwoord. All right, oh it's a little God. harsh, but yeah. It, was, yeah. It, wasn't what the, it wasn't what the people wanted at the time. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane James says Spaceballs, which I think is a very interesting answer because there was so much room. There was so yeah. much room to grow. It was they a parody film. There. I'm sorry? They built a little universe there. They did. They did. And sure, it might have looked very similar to another universe that was being built across the galaxy. But hey, that happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's life. Yeah. Yeah. But without John Candy, you know, you couldn't really have another Spaceballs film, I don't think. And Rick Moranis, of course, you know, if he's not going to be in it, then nah, I'm good. I don't want a lot of these. I don't want a late sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes you can go back. Like we learned with Bill and Ted face the music. You can go back. Yeah. That and you was can fun. revisit. That was fun. Sometimes time does help with these storylines because mm-hmm. Bill and Ted face the music couldn't have been made directly after the second one. They had to let it breathe for a little while, but Spaceballs. Um, I don't know if you realize this. Spaceballs did have a spinoff cartoon at one point. Yes, I vaguely. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah, it was it was long in production. It was on G four. It was one of those late G four projects. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> Spaceballs the animated series, and um, I think a lot of the cast came back to reprise their roles. I know that Mel Brooks did. I, Dom DeLuise. No, I'm just, I'm like trying to remember this show. Right. I, I'm Basically, I'm trying to remember, did I actually see it? Or was it a, like, a commercial that I saw? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm completely wrong. They they replaced a lot of people, of course. I mean, it was after we lost. Dead, yeah, we lost John Candy. Bill Pullman didn't want to put time into this. Uh, D. Bradley Baker came in to replace Rick Moranis. You know him from... All the cartoons. Uh, <laughs> but Dom DeLuise was in there as Pizza the Hut somehow. I think that was like the year before he passed away. I okay. was going to say, I thought he was dead. All right, we're getting we're getting off track here. Yeah, we're getting um, deep in the woods. Let me, uh, so yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, my, my other one that I wrote down, I don't know if you've seen this one. Have you seen the new Ocean's 8? I did see Ocean's 8. I loved that movie. I thought it was a fun film. You know, I, I love. Uh, first of all, I just love the oceans movies. I think they're fun. I think they're yeah. like, it kind of like how you're like always like on board for Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is a fun movie. I know I'm gonna enjoy it, kind of thing. That's how I feel about the oceans movies, with the exception of that one where they had Julia Roberts play Julia Roberts. Look, whatever. <laughs> that that aside. Was that twelve? Are. Yeah, I think that was twelve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The one in between, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. There but was the a Ocean's movies are good, and I I want more. And I don't know if they're making more of the, another one of those. I don't know if it's successful enough because this backlash happens whenever there are women, you know, taking Breathing. over a franchise. Yeah. Whenever women breathe, people have an issue. That cast was so good. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was packed. You know. Um. For some reason, I think it fell into that time where people were giving Rihanna shit for just being Rihanna, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, how dare you try to act like every other musician that has ever existed? I was going to say, like, Beyonce has acted. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's stupid. It's really stupid, you know? It's like, we used to give rappers and, and, and musicians TV shows. Like mm-hmm. Fresh Prince and Living Single. 
<laughs> Let's see. So. Oh, had- actually, just seeing this. Okay. So I was looking up to see if there's a sequel, if they're going to make one. And okay. they asked Sarah Paulson, who was in it. And she was kind of like, you know, I'm curious to see if we're going to do that. It'd be fun. So it's one of those things, if they are doing it, it's still up in the air. Hmm. But she was doing a uh, glass promotion for that movie Glass. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's funny about that is that I would argue, had we done this a couple years ago, everyone would say they'd want a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah. Because that was a movie (laughs) for a really long time that people were like, oh, man, they just, like, had this idea, and then they just left it. Yeah, I I admit, I'm one of the folks that didn't... uh... I didn't like Glass too much. I feel Glass? like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It wasn't yeah. that good. No. Split was really good. Split Glass was really was good. Disappointing. Split was good. What was the other one he made where the kids were visiting their grandma? Was it just grandmother or something? I didn't see that Okay. But yeah, he, he made one in between there. It was actually pretty decent, too. Yeah. Um, Tony Bell on Twitter says, Man from Uncle deserves a sequel. Yes. Agreed. I really enjoyed that movie. Did you see it? I didn't see it. That's one that it's, I, I. It's fun. I'm writing that one down because I need to see that movie. It's a lot been, of fun, and the cast is great. I think you'd enjoy it. This is the film that I learned this fun fact about Henry Cavill, which is that mm-hmm. whenever he works with a cast, he always has a, uh, a, a souvenir coin pressed mm-hmm. that he gives to his castmates and the crew. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was just so fucking baller. Just like, yeah. yes, someone, you know. Someone told me that. It might have been you, but yeah. I, I, I agree. That's like the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing. I, I just really... love the idea of just just that in general, like of giving the crew something, of, of having a some sort of gesture. I just think that's really classy and awesome. Yeah. he He did one. It was either for the Mission Impossible film he was in or for Justice League. But mm-hmm. either one of those coins, he incorporated the infamous mustache in the design of the coin. Oh my God. I got to yeah. find pictures of this. I'm going to share it with everybody so you guys can see what I'm talking about, too. But Yeah. yeah. I Henry Cavill's a class act. I, I could say, like, every movie he's been in that I can think of off the top of my head. I would like to see a sequel. I would like to see more of him in. He just seems like a cool dude. I And you don't hear anything bad about him, either. Yeah, he's one of those guys. You know? Yeah. We need more of those guys. <laughs> yeah, keeps his head down, you know, does his work, enjoys what he does, is right. not afraid to go talk about how much he loves doing it. Yeah. My buddy uh, Eric Hernandez of the Rabblecast says Flight of the Navigator. I did not see that. That was one of those remember what it was. That was one of those Disney family films that came out like in the late eighties where it was just like, Hey, it's a oh, kid having adventures, you know? Yes. Yeah. But this one in particular, there was a spaceship that looked like a peach pit that came down. It was it was a, a chrome peach pit that came down and befriended this kid. And they went okay. on all kind of amazing adventures together. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so there is a sequel. It's called James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. Yes. <laughs> oh, James. You know, and speaking of that, speaking of uh, claymation type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said Nightmare Before Christmas, which, yeah, it's amazing that they never made I, a sequel to that. I agree. How is there not a sequel to that movie? And that it's movie owned, was huge. It's owned by Disney. They like to trot it out every Halloween. 
Uh, it's like a quarter of Hot Topic. You know, there's like the Invader Zim section. There's the anime section. There's the Nightmare Before Christmas section. And then there's the actual like emo punk goth kids section. Yeah, I remember going into Hot Topic as a teenager and <laughs> and being like, I just want to buy a fucking Nirvana shirt. <laughs> and be like Invader Zim. Oh, yeah. And all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Kids were riding hard for Invader Zim back in the day. I can't That's explain cool. it. That it was that was my age bracket that we were just like fucking Invader Zim and Pokemon and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was a lot yeah so Flight of the Navigator it'd be interesting to see a, a sequel to that I, I you know you and I have expressed our enjoyment of those Disney family type films those live action films we like thought we were, exactly I was gonna say we, we thought we were gonna see Speaking a resurgence of. yeah <laughs> that's on your list too Tomorrowland. No, I just thought of it. I well, didn't yeah. put it on my list, but make a fucking sequel to tomorrow. <laughs> and Buzz. We need more. <laughs> oh, man, that would make a great Disney Plus series. Oh, my God. Yes, it would. You know what? <sighs> Disney, call us. We'll make it. Come on now. We, Come on. we are hopeful people that love stories. We'll make this for you. We Even will. if it's animated, we'll do it. Now, see, on that note, Beetlejuice is on this list. And yep. for years, they've talked about doing a sequel to Beetlejuice <laughs> with Tim Burton's blessing called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Oh, God. I never God. want to see Beetlejuice on a surfboard. I never I, need to I see that. I don't want to see a sequel to that movie. It's good. Leave it alone. It's good. I, I personally think it's good. If they were going to give us any more Beetlejuice content, I would ask for more of the animated series. That I'm fine with. Yeah. That was a good show. I don't know why they stopped making it, but they did. They need to bring it back. Um, yeah, that'd be fine. Um, I, I'm <laughs> with you on no to that to, to the Hawaiian though. Like no, yeah, no, no. We don't. We don't need that. Nobody we needs don't. to go Hawaiian anymore. We're we're good. No. Pee Wee yeah, Herman well, was the unless, last one. Unless you're wearing Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> and even with that, you just have to be a lesbian. Mm. So. Like, I can wear Hawaiian shirts, but I don't recommend that you wear Hawaiian shirts. Okay. All right. Yeah. I saw someone say, yeah, I saw, I saw like a meme that said that uh, Hawaiian shirts are just summer flannel for lesbians. And I was like, <laughs> I feel attacked. Personally, I feel attacked right now. I don't like it. It's what accurate. If, <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm a leaf on the wind and I'm telling you to watch how I soar? Can I wear a Hawaiian shirt then? moving on moving on um my buddy andy andy huddle says cabin in the woods i enjoyed cabin in the woods i don't know how they do a sequel it'd be very interesting to see how they try to figure that out we've discussed this movie recently i get this confused (laughs) yeah (laughs) is this the one directed by elon roth eli roth (laughs) Cabin in the Woods is the movie that's about some kids that go to a cabin in the woods, and it's a send-up of all the movies where kids go to a cabin in the woods. No, directed I by seen that one. What directed is the by one Drew directed Goddard. by Eli Roth? I don't know. Okay, that's the one that I'm thinking of, and I don't understand how they could make a sequel of that one either, because it was like the water was poison. <laughs> and that's what made them all, like their skin fall off and stuff. Oh, skin fall off, boy. It was gross. 
I'm thinking okay. of Inside Out Boy. We're getting way off the off the we thread are. again. Let's do okay, this. Okay, so yeah, Cabin in the Woods. I have not seen it. I cabin cannot speak. Cabin in the Woods. That's right. Kids go to a cabin. It's in the woods. And they have adventures, and they they just they're dumb. They're dumb, and then they, they get in all kind of trouble. So yeah, I mean those those movies are endless. We can make a thousand movies like that, and they'll just call it something else. So yeah. why not call it Cabin in the Woods too? Right. Um, we have a listener here by the name of Dolores Peters. Yeah, I think it's uh, pronounced Peters. Thank you. She okay. says the professional. I mean, who doesn't want to see Natalie Portman being a master assassin? hundred oh percent agree. It's time. Yes. The gross, <laughs> creepy, and like not incestuous, um, pedophilic parts of that movie aside. Mm-hmm. Um, cut that out. Let's remove that from canon. Yeah, I want to see Natalie Portman as a assassin. Please. Let's, let's just let's just like say this, like the character in the film, <clears throat> she's messed up. Like there's no yep. way she got out of that situation nope. coming out fresh as a daisy. She was adopted basically by an assassin who was emotionally unavailable except to this houseplant. And yep. she picked up some tips along the way and then they just left her at an orphanage cuz that's what you do. After witnessing countless deaths. Oh, she's going to kill a lot of people. So there's, yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah. She's going to be Harley Quinn, basically. Yeah, they're going <clears> to <throat> die. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie McCabe says Big Hero 6. Did you see that one? Yes, I really enjoyed that movie. I'm amazed they didn't make a sequel to that. I did, too. That's another one that got the animated series treatment, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wasn't it like Netflix or something like that? It's well. It's it's been on Disney XD, and I think it's oh, on Disney yeah. Plus now as no, well. It's Disney. That makes sense. But it has a different animation style, the more, a more traditional animation style. Yeah. You know, to kind of reduce the budget a little bit, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's rife for a sequel. We need to know what happened to these kids. The well, downside, they, yeah. No, they they waited a long time to make a Wreck It Ralph sequel, so maybe and an incredible could, sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, a really long time for the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. So that could happen. I feel like there's less pressure to make a sequel quickly when it comes to an animated film because they're not aging out of it. Yeah. Typically. Larry Manley, star of Stage and Screen, says The Accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that movie? That's that Ben Affleck movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that. It's pretty good. Yeah. It was I, good. I'd, I'd see more of that. And he also says Love Actually, which, yeah, hell yeah. I'll watch another Love Actually. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, that's something I think that could benefit from um, a series, like you said, like an anthology-type series. Yeah, I think if they did a Love Actually sequel, though, I would want all new characters. Mm -hmm. Why not make another vignette, a Love Actually vignette film, but with all new characters? I don't see any need to revisit any of those characters. (laughs) <laughs> personally not not yeah. in a like negative way just in a their story has been told maybe if you wanted to get like a little bit of star power back you could bring back hugh grant's character or whatever and have it be you know his kids be the central one of the central characters or something like that i could see that working yeah i am all about the schlocky love stuff so bring it on i am too yeah 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our good friend Pauline says Demolition Man. Now, yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more Demolition Man because there's so many unanswered questions from that first film. Like, why Sandra Bullock decided to go for somebody like that? I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> that. I mean, she was she was just so innocent in that film, too. Just so new to the world. But somehow she was like, you know, the top cop in the city. God, I love Sandra Bullock. Oh. <laughs> but I don't love her with Sylvester Stallone. I don't like that pairing. No, that's, that, something's wrong there. And I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. <laughs> If man thaws out in modern time, might as well be a caveman. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm making out with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, Sandy B, please don't. Too late. <laughs> but it was a great Did film. It? Yeah. Aha. Yes. Uh-huh. I think it was a great movie. Um, of course, the iconic Wesley Snipes outfit that he uh-huh. had on and everything with the overalls and the blonde hair. It's just, yeah. That, that movie had so many amazing moments. I, I'd watch another one of those. Um, Mitchie Chota says Sky High, which was oh. a superhero film from 2005. It was a superhero comedy about uh, teenage superheroes. They were training and all that good stuff. Yeah, at a school. That was that was a fun movie. Yeah. R.I.P. Kelly Preston. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. just passed away a couple oh. weeks or months ago. That came out of nowhere. That's right. Yeah. No one knew she was sick. But yeah, she's like she was like played a, a mom and the mom in that you know mm-hmm. that superhero mom. So that was a, that, that movie, was a really fun movie. I feel like they were they were hoping it would succeed, but I guess it didn't do too well. No, um, I don't remember a, anyone talking about it or really seeing it until later. Like I remember yeah. it becoming a thing much later. I think the name was a little unassuming. Like I get what they were trying to go for with the sky high, you know, mm-hmm. the pun and everything. But I think a lot of people didn't really understand what it was about or you know it might have come out at a time and just what the world wasn't ready for it i don't know but it yeah was you, before i mean it was definitely before the marvel movies and everything oh, like yeah. that yeah so yeah. it might have just been kind of in that in between like you know when in between the when spider-man and x-men really took off and then when we got like marvel movies you know that's it's funny too because it was a disney picture they own the franchise they could always bring it back as like a live action show or something like that. You know, they should do that. They totally should. I feel like they're sitting on a lot of properties right now that they might be developing or getting ready to develop for Disney Plus. Yeah. I think that they see Disney Plus as the future. I hope so. Oh, Bruce Campbell had a cameo in this. Oh, he did? I yeah, he was the that. he was the gym teacher. Oh yeah. <laughs> he could he could produce I just Sonic remember Caitlin from Flash was in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like the love interest. <laughs> Linda Carter was the principal. Mm-hmm. They See, had a lot of fun with that movie. Lots of, lots of good stuff there. Yeah. So, yeah Agreed with the sequel to that. <clears throat> in that same vein, I would love to see a sequel to Mystery Men because we basically oh, saw yeah, the origin of the team and the comic that it's based on featured a character named Flaming Carrot who was a man that had a giant flaming carrot for a head and somehow still fought crime. And I wanted to see that on the screen, and they never got around to it. Well, you know what? Write your angry letter to... Uh, <laughs> to who? Who, who um, read this angry letter? <laughs> who's the main uh, actor in that? Why am I blanking? Ben Stiller. Write, oh, write your letter to Ben Stiller. I was going to say William H. Macy, but yeah, Ben Stiller works. Ben Stiller, direct this. He's directing he? movies. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. I don't know if he directed that movie. I'm saying oh. he's directed movies now. 
Just be like, you should direct it. I don't know if he directed that movie. Did he? I feel He's directed like the, quite a few movies. Yeah. A lot of movies you wouldn't even assume that he did, too. Oh, no. It was directed by Kinka Usher. Do not know who that is. Because the only other thing that Kinka has directed of note has been television commercials. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> that was it. He <laughs> came up... Okay. It says, in 1999, he crossed over from commercials to features directing Mystery Men for Universal Studios... He then subsequently returned to directing commercials, including a Bridgestone ad featured in the 2011 Super Bowl. So he was like, fuck this movie shit. I'm going back to ads. Okay. Holy crap. That's hilarious. So Ben Stiller has directed... His first movie was Reality Bites. Oh, yeah. Then he directed Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Then he did, of course, Zoolander, Tropic Thunder, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and then Zoolander 2. That was a movie that people wanted a sequel to for a really long time. <laughs> Zoolander. And then they came out with it and were like, we, maybe we shouldn't have had a sequel to this. Yeah, like maybe we should have just left it alone. Like it was lightning yeah. in a bottle and yeah, this is too much. Anchorman was the same way. Did you see the sequel to Anchorman? I didn't. I, I refuse to admit that it exists. It had some moments. <clears throat> um, but it, it's not. Uh, it's not worth it. I don't think. Uh, I mean, if it's like a late night movie and you're just kind of like background noise, that's fine. I would love for them to have made a sequel to the New Mutants film that actually was released before the original New Mutants film came out. What? (laughs) What's happening? Like, no, just like, okay. The first one never came out. It's caught in production hell. But somehow a second one got greenlit, right? Just go with me on this. Okay. So I got greenlit. They all make the movie. Maisie Williams is a fucking grown-ass woman by now, obviously. So, you know, the whole character arc has yeah. happened. Yeah. And that gets released because it's Disney. No issue whatsoever. But mm-hmm. the first one has just never come out. Never released. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird thread you're you're spinning, <laughs> bud. Well, that's kind of what they wanted to do with, um, with Spaceballs, actually. That was Mel Brooks's idea initially was to have the next Spaceballs movie be called Spaceballs 3, The Search for Spaceballs 2. Oh, that's nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Didn't so, he do History? He did History of the World Part 2 as well. No, he just did Part 1. He didn't do Part... Then, I thought he just called it Part 2 or something like that just to fuck with people. No, it was it was Part 1, but yeah, oh, same, okay. same reason. He just wanted to fuck with people. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same <laughs> joke. It's just, you know, he just called it Part 1 instead. Yep. <laughs> and then never intended on making a sequel. That's right. That's right. Well, that's quite a bit there. People have some yeah. great ideas here. Yeah. Man, yeah. you guys contributed a lot. Yes, you did. Thank you guys for contributing and letting us know what you think. And like I said, I'm sure there are other ones that we're neglecting to mention this time around, but... As always, feel free to let us know what you think on the socials at Lex and Matt. Yes. Uh, we are also on Patreon. Uh, so it's patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. So this episode that we're doing right now is a good example of the kind of episodes that we usually put out on Patreon. But we decided with this one because so many people had contributed their su- suggestions. We were like, you know what? Let's release this one as a regular episode instead of a mini episode. So this is the kind of stuff we have a whole backlog. 
Uh, we put out two episodes a month on our Patreon. So go uh, support the show if you're able. Yes, and we, we appreciate that support, folks. You're yeah. always so kind and generous. Thank you. Yeah, we love our patrons. We do. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to call this an episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Bye.